What's up, hockey and sports fans? You're in the right place. Welcome to the Drop a Puck Podcast. The latest news and information around the NHL with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez. Welcome to the Drop the Puck Podcast. I told you we'd be back. Uh, we are back here uh, on this lovely Wednesday night. Uh you know, just both had work and we're here to break down what is going on. Uh, not not much has changed, obviously, since last week. You know, just some more players being added to the uh, trade bait list. Um, some players being taken off the trade bait list, possibly. Uh, Pedro, what's going on, brother? How was your week? Yeah, man. Uh, everything's been well. Uh, I just want to tell the listeners here that I will have my mic next week. So my audio will sound a little bit better than it did this episode the next episode and the one previous so we'll get that figured out um the week's been good it's been busy a lot of things happen on in the league uh we'll get into it but we saw a hat trick two days in a row from the same player back-to-back hatties um and yeah i'm ready to rock and roll we'll be setting we'll be close to a record uh and uh, yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be good down the stretch here all right, let's do it. Uh, so you just mentioned Ovechkin. Uh, so tonight uh, it is currently March 9th. Uh, well, Alexander Ovechkin can pass uh, Yarmir Yager uh, with a goal tonight. He would become third all time. It would be uh, his 767th goal. Uh, so want to make a quick little friendly wager. Does it does it happen tonight? Uh, tonight, yes. Against the Oilers, it, I believe. Yeah, in Edmonton. Do you think it happens? Yes. Yeah, well, I do too. So shit. I think you get it. <laughs> you get the first goal of the game. Yeah, first goal of the game. First goal of the game. Alex Ovechkin. Power play goal. Ovi's office. See you later. Storybook. Third all time. Okay, uh, but we just wanted to uh, mention that because you know that's a tremendous accomplishment. I, th- I believe he what he had two or three uh, in his last game. So, yeah. you know, it's just Ovechkin being Ovechkin. The, the guy yeah. uh, through. Do, uh, do, do you think he beats Wayne Gretzky's goal record? I think he's so determined that, yeah, I do. You do? I do. And I think Gretzky's a little nervous. You know, I watch him on, on TNT. You know how Chelios was a little mad about Zdeno Chara beating yeah. his, his defensive uh, record for most yeah. games played? Yeah. Uh, Chelios was a little bitter. Uh but hey, rightfully so, man. I mean, I shit. I don't want my records being broken. Uh, I mean, who would have thought someone else would play sixteen hundred and fifty-one games, fifty-two games to break record? I mean, that's just unbelievable. Yeah, no, and I agree. But you know, hats off to him. But for yeah, sure. you know, you're in the record book for you know for a few years now. It's like, all right, hopefully, you know, maybe my name will you know yeah. go down, and all of a sudden, Zdeno Chara yeah. comes along. Yeah. So. uh yeah, so that happened. Uh, but yeah, just uh, even with what's going on, you know, you know, uh, Ukraine and Russia, uh, don't want to get political, but uh, to show that, you know, even all the Russian players, like who knows what they're all thinking, especially him with the support that he's shown to Putin, uh, that they could just still go out there night in and night out and, you know, perform and play hockey at its, you know, highest level. Um, so. You know, I think he definitely gets it by the time we record next. Uh, by next week, I think oh, it's definitely going to have it. Yeah, for sure. But uh, I think tonight's tonight. Yeah. So uh, uh, do I put money? Do I put money on that? Like you kind of have to, right? You could Fanduel, Fanduel player kinda prop. To, yeah, yeah. Fanduel yeah. player prop. Why not? But I am on the Oilers tonight. I think the Oilers win the game. Uh, yeah, the, the, the Caps have been pretty bad recently. Yeah. Uh, hey. I mean, let's let's pull the Capitals up here. Uh, Capitals, Capitals. They no, they they won their last three. Still kind of streaky. I yeah, mean, I mean they're six and four in the last ten. You know, and, and Columbus is getting hot. So I would, uh, I personally think, I mean, give or take, Columbus is twelve points back. But um, if teams get hot at the right time, something can happen. But I I think the eight teams in the East are just set. I think it's. I agree with that. that you're going to get. I agree so, with that. And I also yeah. kind of hope, because I think the Rangers are going to be in that two or three spot no matter what here. Uh, yeah. I, I don't see us ending first in the Metro, but this is just getting off to what we'll talk about later. But let's just say I would rather face the Washington Capitals than the Pittsburgh Penguins in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, 
Pittsburgh still has those key guys. I mean, Crosby, Malkin, Gensel, Jari has been hot. I mean, granted, we do have Igor Shosturkin. We'll get into that later. It was a one nothing loss the last time around. It was a great game. Um, I think we can take them. I, I think we talked about this last pod, last podcast. I mean, first, second round, I'll, I'll take a playoff first. I mean, you know, this team's young, no experience. They got nothing against an experienced Pittsburgh team. So you expect the worst. You might get the worst, but we still got a couple of weeks for that. So we'll get past the deadline first and we can speak about playoffs. Yeah, we will get to that. But uh, so just in advance, I hope I'm not jinxing Alex Ovechkin, but congrats on becoming third all time. Yeah. Uh, because by next recording, I would really like to think that it, it has happened and he's already on to number two. But uh, sure. I'll give a little premature congratulations. I don't know if that's yeah. going to pan out, but, you know, for him, I hope it does. Um, the next topic, uh, Jack Eichel thought his career was supposed to be done. What happened? The guy gets an neck surgery. I thought he was going to be a bum. I thought he was going to be a waste of space on the ice. No. Yeah. What's going? What's going on here? The, the guy. The guy is actually performing at top peak again. It looks like the guy's unbelievable. Yeah. And I think me and you yeah. have been saying this since the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean. I, I get it because I think players in different and other leagues had their surgery before. I think Eichel is the first NHL player to have this surgery on his neck. Um, and was it a risk? Probably. But I, I know there are like certain weird rules that the league has when it comes to surges and stuff like that. But if that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. I mean, the Buffalo Sabres, first of all, handled that unprofessionally. They were just trash on this entire whole trade thing. Finally happened. Of course it was Vegas. Where else would it be? Because Vegas gets all the top players now. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's he's back in top form. I didn't think he was going to miss a beat. And again, Vegas, ever since they came into the league, they're a force to reckon with once again. So, Eichel, tomorrow, was it tomorrow? Tonight? It's Thursday, yeah, Thursday. They uh, He'll Thursday. be returning to Buffalo. Yeah, he gets booed, hands down. No way. Hands down. No, no way. That, that I'll put a bet with you. I'll, I'll put a bet with you on that. There's no way. Booed. No way. He gets booed. Watch it. Watch for, what, it for what possible reason would he get booed? It wasn't his fault. He wanted I his totally, own surgery. I think the fans I, were on his side. I agree. I'm not arguing with you, but I think there's some bitterness there that he wanted out of Buffalo. And I get it. The team sucked. The team sucks. Let's get this out of the way. Buffalo is trash. I get why he wanted to leave. He's a superstar player. Um, but I think there's a little hatred there. I think there's a little bit where the fans maybe think he gave up. Um, and I think there's going to be some booze in the crowd. I, I, I sense it happen. So especially you, when it touches the puck. So do you see it? Yeah. So, all right. So how about this? What about this little, uh, uh, let's say little fairy tale that I'm dreaming up here. Uh, so the game starts, he starts, his name gets announced. He gets booed. Yes. You know, playing the game. Every time he was touching the puck, he gets booed a little here, a little there. Tribute video comes. Standing ovation. After that, it's kind of all clean slate from there. You can't you can't deny what the guy has done for for the Buffalo Sabers. Listen, I think I'm not. I agree. I agree with that. But I also think I just think there's always a little sentimental value when it comes to those tribute videos. And everyone's giving standing O's, everyone's tapping sticks against the boards. But for some reason, I don't know why, but my gut's telling me there are going to be people standing and clapping. Of course there are. But I think you're going to hear some boos. I think the boos are going to come out. And do I blame them? No. I mean, I guess not. You're a fan. Like, you don't want your best player to leave. You you never want your best player to request a trade. But, you know, to me, I just think some fans are going to be a little bitter about it. Um, and they're going to just voice their opinion, and that's it. I mean, watch him get he, – he's going he's to score a hatchet tomorrow. Oh, I, I, want, I want Jack Eichel Head to back. light the lamp up. Yeah, I want, right. I want him to just put, like, eight points against the Sabres tomorrow night and just tell him to go fuck himself, honestly. 
how about but, uh, how, how about uh, when Eichel scored that game winner? The in the uh, was it the overtime? I think it might have been with like three seconds left. It was like yeah, it was like five seconds or, left. Yeah, yeah, on the power play. How about yeah. Max Pacioretty coming out of nowhere and RKOing him by his neck down to the ground? Like yeah. <laughs> I just I was I listening guess. I was listening to Chicklets and and I think I think Paul Bissonette like worded it perfectly because he legit like if you watch the replay he literally grabs Jack Eichel by his neck and brings him down to yeah. the ice. Like, dude, what are you doing? I know you're excited, but do not touch my neck. I mean, I guess the surgery worked, right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I guess that's the ultimate test. Uh, unless they need yeah. a, unless they I need stoner so, back. Yeah, that was a terrible, terrible idea by Patrick. That reminds me of when was it the was it the gold medal game? And it wasn't like it was one year the Rangers didn't make the playoffs. And was it the World Cup of Hockey when? Team Sweden won and Henrik oh, jumped, jumped on Hank when William Nylander just completely shit <laughs> Henrik Lundqvist against the freaking ice. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. Didn't he get hurt on my play too? Uh, I don't know if he got hurt, but it was definitely, he got bulldozed by William Nylander. Yeah. And it's like, come on, like, watch your own players. Man. <laughs> it, was a, it was a hit attempt. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you, you mentioned before Jason Robertson. Uh, back-to-back hat tricks for the kid. Uh, he, he he does have his brother on the Leafs. Uh, I think I think Jason's. You know, I mean, from what it's looking like right now, the kid's a stud. The kid's going to get paid. Uh, I I you know I listen to Spitting Chicklets religiously, so shout out to them. I got the merch on. Um, but I listened to you know the 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 interview with him, and the kid's just so modest. For, for his yeah. age and like, you know, how he, you know, the way he came up and just getting to the NHL. So um, good on him. What do you think about his out? How, what do you, where do you see his out, you know, his future going? Do you see him getting a big, big payday soon? I mean, I, I think so. I mean, this kid, I think, I believe he has a hundred points in 101 career games. I mean, this guy's averaging almost a point a game in his entire career. And yeah, I think this kid deserves a big payday. Two back-to-back caddies. That's unreal. That's unreal. I mean, how, how old is he? I don't even. I believe he's 21. I think he's 21. Yeah. He's 20. Yeah, okay. I believe he's 21. That's just unheard of. And I think, honestly, I think he's the most underrated player right now in the league. Do you? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Can you think of another one? Uh, underrated in the league. Oof. Um, how about um, uh, I can't think off the top of my head. I don't want to just be thinking on you know. I don't want to be thinking out loud here. Like he has fifty-four points in his forty-seven games. He has twenty-nine goals, twenty-five assists. This kid's a goal away from thirty. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, he's I, uh, definitely a force to be reckoned with. I apologize if you hear my neighbor's dog barking in the background. Yeah, uh, don't really know what to do about that. Um, how about uh, underrated Michael Bunting? Funny that you mentioned that. You know, I I, I always I listen to Spin Chicklets just like yeah. you every single time, and Viz has this. He's going to win the Calder Trophy. Uh, you know, 20, he's twenty. He's, he's my isn't he my age? Isn't he twenty nine? Yeah, I believe so. I mean, like the more I I get it, him and. Him and Ryan Whitney always go back and forth because of the age. He's 26, actually. Michael Bunting's 26. Okay. So I, they go back and forth on the age thing. I mean, I think Mo Sider on Detroit's going to win it. I think he's up there. Uh, Lucas Raymond is obviously probably – they're probably the one, too. But, I, you know, he makes a good case about Bunting, though. I mean, this kid just – he keeps scoring goals. He keeps scoring goals, but then you also look at the team he plays for, right? Yeah, he plays for the Toronto Maple Leafs. So he plays Austin Mass. He's got Austin Matthews. He's got um, Mitch Marner, John Tavares. I mean, you know, he's surrounded by star players, and the Detroit Red Wings are not. So I think Mo Sider wins the Calder Trophy, uh, but Michael Bunting could definitely make a case for it, for sure. You think Mort's over uh, Raymond? Yeah, definitely. And okay. uh, put money on it. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of betting going on right now. Um, 
But yeah, so congratulations to Jason Robertson. Uh, tremendous, tremendous season so far. The kid's really, you know, looking comfortable out there, especially, you know, with his teammates. I mean, he, he speaks so highly of Pavelski. And uh, actually, to finish up with them, uh, it came out today. Uh, I forget who tweeted it, but uh, pretty much said that uh, the two sides, Pavelski and the Stars, um, spoke and they want to continue you know, their relationship together. So uh, expect a, expect an extension soon. Um, so you might be able to take Joe Pavelski off the trade bait board. Uh, unfortunately, you because you think he resigns. Yes, I do. Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's not what I think. I, who knows what I think I, I I'm up in the air because yeah. with the way that they are right now in the standings, they're hot, they're cold, you know, they're two points out, they're three points out, they're right there. I don't know. I, if they get a good deal before he signs a contract, I don't know why they wouldn't jump on it. Uh, right. But on the other hand, that's they're saying that they want to continue their their relationship and to expect an extension. So therefore, that would take him off the trade bait board. And I unfortunately think Joe Pavelski would be a perfect fit on this Rangers team. Uh, so unfortunately, that's you know one X for me and my guys. I mean, they're in the wild card spot, so. Um, it could happen, uh, but I, I think there's still some time here between now and March 21st. So if if Edmonton, if Edmonton, sorry, if Dallas starts falling off the wagon, I mean, I, I can see him on the move. Easy. Uh, so anyway, um... I, I do want to mention though, we were talking about Eichel before, and I, I meant to bring this up, but I didn't. Um, Connor McDavid. Do you see a similar situation happening right now? They're out of a playoff spot right now. So do you see a similar situation where Conor McDavid happening saying, hey, I've been here for the next amount of years. I am the best goal scorer in the league. I'm probably, I'm going down. He's going to be one of the best players to ever play the game, hands down. I think it's, when it's all said and done, I think it's Gretzky, Gretzky, Conor McDavid battling for 1-1-A, hands down. Do you think he... It turns to the Oilers management and says, hey, I want out. This isn't working for me. We've done this so many times. I've been through an X amount of coaches, and I can't do it anymore. Do you see a similar situation happening? Unfortunately, no. I don't think don't he – I don't think he does it. I would love for him too. But what, his contract ends in 2026? I, I believe so. Think so. He's got what, like four more years left on that contract, and you know, it it's so it so happens to coincide when a bunch of Ranger contracts come off the board. Uh, so I, I don't think McDavid if if they don't win a Stanley Cup in the next four years, McDavid's out. He is not re-signing back there. He you don't think even before that? I I I, I don't know. Um, you know, he's twenty five now. He'll be. 29 by the by the time this contract ends or 20 so he might have one he's uh, yeah so sorry he's tw- yeah you said he was what 25 25 yeah so uh, i mean he has if that's the case and he has one massive you said he would probably tries at 29 Whew, i mean he might have one big contract left but yeah no i, I agree with that but it's not coming from edmonton if they do, if they do not turn the ship around and win a Stanley Cup in the next four years, Connor McDavid will sign elsewhere, and it will be for big money. It'll be a huge contract again. The guy is going to get paid again, but he will so, be so moving you, on from Edmonton. So you really think he's going to still? You so, so you're asking me? Years. Do I think he's going to demand a trade? Yeah. If if Edmonton is again, they're out of a playoff spot right now, three points out. If they miss the playoffs again this year. I mean, what's what's the you know what's the line here? What, when do you say, hey, we we thought we had the players, we thought we did this. Their goaltending sucks. Can they fix their goaltending problem? Is that going to solve the issue? I, to me, it's just like you're the best player on the planet. I just feel like you're wasting your time. I do. I get it's the team that drafted you. I get there's some sentimental value there. I understand. I, again, I don't know. I've never played in the league before. But is there a point where he says, I'm done? I, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm demanding a trade. And 
31 teams are going to be in on him. Like, I, it doesn't matter. Oh, yeah, I mean, his, his contract could be 15 million a year. 31 teams are going to want Conor McDavid. I mean, shit. I would trade Igor Shesterkin plus, plus, plus for Conor McDavid. I'm just, throwing, I'm just throwing it out there. Take. Wow. I'm, just, I'm just throwing it. Conor McDavid's a generational player. He's the best player ever. You just oh, said it. You answer. just you just said it. You well, no, okay. You just said one A one B with Wayne Gretzky Correct. and him. You're telling when me, you, yeah. I mean, you yep. you you go and get that guy. Yeah, there would be a, a setback because obviously Shesterkin, Shesterkin, but they're not going to make any deals unless it's for the whole house. You're right. Like that's what's that's what it's going to take for the New York Rangers to get a Conor McDavid. It would be an Igor. It would be an Adam Fox. It would be right. a fucking Alexei Lafreniere plus to get Conor McDavid over here. And then yeah. you still got to work his contract in. Yeah. To me, it's just, if this Oilers team doesn't make the playoffs this year, they don't make it next year either. I think Conor McDavid's gone. I, I give him two more I, years. I, I, I would hope he would be. But I don't think he – I don't know. I think he's already been frustrated, and he still hasn't done anything about it. Yeah. But what's, 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 what's changing now? He's the one that signed that contract, you know? Like, he thought things were going to be different. Things clearly aren't. He's frustrated. He's been frustrated this year. Uh, he hasn't requested a trade yet. So, you know, what's a, another I, year going to do? I, I, I mean, I also think there was a point where management probably went to him and say, hey, like, we're going to get these guys for you. We're gonna we're gonna do this. We're gonna get these guys. We get better goaltending. Uh, Koskinen, I believe his name is Miko Koskinen. You know, yeah, yeah. Probably thought that he was gonna play better. Not the case. They got Zach Hyman on a long term deal. I mean, you have you have two of two of the top three players in the league, and yeah. you still and you still are out of a playoff spot. These guys uh, average a point and a half a game. For fuck's sakes, this team scores. They just have no goaltending. It, it, to me, it's just mind-boggles me that this they still keep messing this up. I mean, I think it might just be a Canadian thing. Sorry to the Canadian listeners if you're out there, but, I mean, you got Toronto also with one of the best offenses in the league. But, but shit, look what's happening to them again. It's like, a, like the Toronto yeah. fans already know that this team's not going to go anywhere. It's going to be right. a first-round collapse because they're goaltending. You need goaltending in this league. Hey, hey, you, can't, you can't get a, you can't get away with mediocre defense and mediocre goaltending. That's the issue. The, the thing is for the Leafs is if they don't win that division, they are screwed. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean screwed. that. No, that division is. They're playing Tampa. Oh, or Florida. That, yeah, pick your poison. No, I think it's pick a guarantee. Isn't it a guarantee of them playing either? I think the three teams were Tampa, Florida, or uh, Boston, right? Yeah, right. Tam- so, Tampa, Florida, or Boston. That's what I'm saying. So they're five points out of first place. So if they land on that two three spot, they're either playing Florida or Tampa. Yeah, that's yeah. And don't so, even get me started on the playoff format. It's <laughs> the playoff format's ridiculous. But continue, yeah, I, I continue but continue. Just, no, I agree. I think they should go back to the old format. But I I agree with you on that. But yeah, I mean Toronto, they got no defense. Granted, they won the last two games. But they have no goaltending. That collapse against Vancouver, I mean, come on! I, like you, it makes no sense to me. You got the best goal scorer in the league, easy and awesome Matthews. Definitely to me, he might be leading the heart race. It's just, it just doesn't make sense to me. This team just always finds a way to lose. Always. You just brought up the heart. Yep. Our buddy Igor. <laughs> I mean, it's been there's been there's been it's been a debate recently. Igor or Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews for the scoring, but Igor for exactly what he's doing. Like the definition of that trophy is literally the most valuable player. Like the New York Rangers, honestly, in my opinion, would not even be in a playoff spot if it wasn't for Igor Shosturkin right now this year. I I agree. I I see. I see. If Austin Matthews finishes the finishes the season with 60 plus goals he it's going to be his. it's going to be his yeah no i agree he with wins the hard trophy. if he gets 60 plus goals it's it's going to be close but i think austin matthews has to win a hard trophy gets 60 or more that that's just how it is what about less than 60 
it's like 59. Um, <laughs> that's tough because I, I, I see your point. Most valuable player. I agree with you. The Rangers probably would not be where they are right now without Igor Shosturkin, especially the way Georgiev has been playing. No, I know um, they would not be. They would be no. fighting for a wild card spot I, or less. I see you. But again, I believe the hockey writers vote on this stuff and everyone yeah. loves goal scorers. So I think he might have a slight edge there just because. So you're saying if, if our friend Chris Kreider came crawling up uh, Austin Matthews rear end and somehow outscores Austin Matthews. Now is he the, is he the winner for the heart? No. Igor Shosturkin would be. Correct. And Austin Matthews would not be. Correct. Okay. So, so I, I think, I really think if he reaches 60 or more, he wins the heart trophy. I think that's going to be the base. I think that's going to be the breaker. If he gets less than 60, Shesterkin will win. But if he breaks 60 goals or more, Austin Matthews wins the heart trophy. Now, let me ask you another hypothetical. You flip-flop Igor Shesterkin and Austin Matthews. Where are the Rangers and where are the Leafs? Wow. Okay. I uh, I think the Leafs are the best team in the league. I think the Leafs would be right up there with Colorado. Uh, if the Rangers had Austin Matthews, I think they're a wild card team. Okay. Because of the goaltending. Because of the goaltending. Because just – but you're I'm saying sorry. it right there. I'm, I'm just, I'm just having a big but, moment right now. No, because that's okay. I'm just thinking of I'm just thinking of Austin Matthews in a blue shirt right now. But <laughs> yeah. anyway, uh, well, think about it. I mean, if you had, is he a center? I believe he's a left wing now, right? Oh, he's a center. He is a center. Yeah. So okay, that would solve, that would solve the center. Matthews, picture Matthews, Panarin, and I don't know Lafreniere or Kreider for fuck's sakes, like. You have Sabinajad as your second line, and then Strome as your like. You have the goal scoring. Your defense plays well for some strange reason, only when Shusterkin is there and not when Georgiev is there. When the opposite, when Georgiev is in goal. Yeah, I'm going to say what I said. Yeah, the Leafs should be at the top of the league because they still have John Tavares, they still have Mitch Marner, they still have players like that. Fuck, actually, hold on. I mean, I'm 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 down that 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 rabbit no, hole. No, I, I I still do. I still think they're they're at the top of the league because Igor Shosturkin can make that big of a difference. Okay, but that, that's so. I, so, I, uh, I yes yes. So it feels I like with yeah with the heart. I get it. It, it shows that Igor Shosturkin makes a, more of a difference on a team, and that's truly what this heart trophy really means. I mean, it's yeah. Everyone loves goal scoring. I get it. I totally get it. But when it comes down to differentiate, like you know, when comparing to two different positions, it's tough. I get that as well. But when you really think about it, you like like we could just flip flop, like we just did. Igor Shosturkin still means more to that hockey team than Austin Matthews does. And this, and I'm only saying this because Igor Shosturkin is that fucking good at what he does. I I agree. I think he's really good. I think he's really, really good. Uh, I think he's – I was going to say a hot take, but I don't know if I should. Um, <laughs> let, it, let him fly. I, I'm gonna let say, him fly like hotcakes. This is – Lundquist started when he was, what, 20, 20 24? 20, yeah, around 23, there. 24? Igor Shostakhin's 26, I believe. I think he's my age. He is 26, yep. Yeah. Um, I think Igor Shosturkin goes down as a better goaltender than Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, that's not a hot take. Not a hot take. No, that's not a hot take. So I think he goes down as a better. I think he gets more wins. I think you think, he, he, you think he surpasses him in everything. Yes. And I think he gets the one thing that Hank never got. Stanley Cup. Yes. And I think that right there. Is gonna make it. He can so, have, he can have a hundred less wins, but he will still, because of that one cup, he'll be go, he'll go down better than Harris one quest. 
All right. So I, I'm glad we got that heart debate out of there because I, it, you know, I do think Igor deserves it. And that's not being a homer. That's not Igor's Igor's winning the Vesna. I don't care what anyone says. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, that is, that is locked up. That unless is, that is like, unless he lets in five goals a game from now on until the end of the year. But other than that, yeah, it's, yeah, the lock. But that is what I wanted to prove is, yeah, I know everyone loves goal scoring and this, this and that, this and that. But if you really think about it, Igor Shesterkin means more to his team than Austin Matthews. I was like, yeah, Austin Matthews, Austin Matthews, Rangers five on five scoring would skyrocket. Of course it would. But you still have Alexander Georgiev or Keith Kincaid in it. Right. And that's, you know. I, I, I... That's just how I at, see it. I, I, I'm looking at past winners. And last year, McDavid won it. Then Kucherov, then McDavid, then oh, Carey Price. That, yeah, Carey that, Price was the last one, right? That's what I want to get at. Okay. So his goals against average, I believe Shosturkin has a better goals against average than Carey Price did in that season. But then you have to look at who was the leading goal scorer that year? Because how many goals did that person actually have? Because so if it's not, like, go ahead. Because if that's what they're, if that's pretty much what they're basing it off of, it's just goal scoring. If this, I, I don't know who it is off the top of my head. I don't know if you're looking, but in 2015, if this guy didn't outscore uh, Austin Matthews right now, then I don't see how you don't give it to Igor. Jamie Ben. Would it be 2014, 2015? Is that correct? I believe so, yes. Right? Yes. Okay. Okay, so I have it here. Alex Ovechkin had the most goals of 53. Okay. Okay. So is that is that the marker now? Is that where we're leaving this? Is that if if, that, if... That, that's what I'm saying though. If if I'm sorry, but like if Austin Matthews breaks 60, he wins a heart. Because Austin if, Matthews if is at 43 60, right now. He's at 43 right now. If he breaks 60, he wins the hard trophy. I, I just feel like it's I, – I get it. Most valuable player on your team. So where would the Leafs be without Austin Matthews right now? Do you think they would be number three right now? No, I don't. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> but – but it's not. So, don't don't even flip flop them. If Austin Matthews <sighs> is not, if Austin Matthews was hurt the entire year, would the Toronto Maple Leafs be where they are right now? No, they'd probably be fighting for a wild card spot. There you go. And if, but you could say like your argument's also valid. If the Rangers didn't have Igor Shosturkin, where would they be right now? Yeah, they'd probably be they'd there. be in a dumpster fire down right. by down by the river. But. I, I, it's just it's it's a tough tough one. Okay, so I have it here. So Carey Price led the league in save percentage at a nine three three. I believe Igor's is nine four two nine four two right now. I have nine, it up right two. here. Yeah, nine four two. And his goals in, and Price's goals against average was a one point nine six. Igor's a one point nine three right now. There you go. So you can have that argument. If Carey Price, if he has better numbers than Carey Price did, uh, what was it, six years ago? Then you have an argument. Yeah, I. And you then, know, then I, the last goalie before him was Jose Theodore in two thousand two. Right. Josie Theodore, baby, Tebow. Yeah. But and, and but Hart, uh, excuse me, Carey Price. He had forty four wins that season. Forty. Four wins. That's a lot. Uh, but I mean, if if you played Igor that many games, I'm sure he would also have 44. You're not wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, he played a shit ton of games. <laughs> How many games did he play? How many games did Carey Price play? And you still have Carey Price up? It's funny that you mentioned that. Um, if it was 44, I believe he played 60 something games. Yeah. If I, I do that math correctly. Actually, I think close to seventy. Igor's only played. So Igor's only played thirty-seven this year. That's my question. So I got the fiance into hockey now. All she does is watch freaking hockey. She bought herself a Chris Carter jersey, which is just unreal. But 
Does that does that have the C on it for next year? I should have. I should have. It has the A on it, but I'll change that. I'll get that stitched out. Um, and she she was like, "Why isn't Shostakin playing?" And in my head, I'm like, "Oh, you got to give the guy a break." But then I also like later in the game when it was four two, I'm like, "I I why why don't you just play your hottest goalie?" Yeah. I get it that Galant's probably thinking Galant. Sorry, he's probably thinking. We're in the playoff spot. We're going to be in the playoffs. I want my best goal to be rested. But at the same time, it's like... You're still fighting for a position. You're losing hockey games. Like, that first goal last night was trash. That that right there set the bar. The second one, okay, I get it. Shesterkin probably wouldn't have gotten that one either. The third one, I'm trying to remember the third one. Whatever, the, the Fiala goal. The Marcus Foligno goal and the Fiala goal, four and five. Shosturkin stops every freaking breakaway shot I've ever seen. Georgiev has like, Georgiev's like Swiss cheese in there when it comes to breakaways. You can shoot it anywhere. It will go in. The fifth one, I mean, terrible positioning. You, you gave him upstairs. Yeah. It, to me, it just mind boggles me how of the downfall he's had. So. And you, do you ever feel like. When they're like when the Rangers win, they tap their goalie on the helmet, blah blah blah. Oh yeah, he, he gives like a little yeah, 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 I know. He's a brat. I feel like, I think I feel he's like a brat. There's such a risk there. I feel like there's such a risk there. And I hate to bring it up like last time, but the whole Anthony D'Angelo, uh Tony D'Angelo thing. Yeah, sure, D'Angelo went political, he probably shouldn't have. I get it, keep it out of the locker room. I don't know the backstory, but like if Georgia's acting like this. Couldn't have been both of their faults. Like I feel like Georgiev's attitude—you could just tell through the through the TV screen that it's just so bad. So this was the perfect transition because Georgiev and the Rangers was our next topic on the list. Um, so yeah, even after last night's comments, uh, I, I I appreciate him actually just even facing the media because he could have ducked the media with how limited the media availability is due to COVID. He could have said, I'm not going out there. Props to him 100% for stepping out there and facing the New York media. Sure. Number two, he said, obviously, I'm not going to grade myself. It's been a rough stretch. I think he said something along the lines of, it's tough not to play a lot. Okay, you want, you've said that before. You want to be a starter. We get it. Totally get it. He said, me and me, you know, we, we've, me and Benny have been working on some things, but I guess that's not enough. Maybe we have to figure out something else. Uh, pretty tough game. Uh, the other team was hungry. Uh, we, we knew they were not having the best record lately, and they just came out strong and led, led the game. And, uh, we didn't get the, the bounces our way. You guys know better. I'm I'm playing my my position from my point of view. Uh, I think I think they scored a couple yeah early on, and uh, it was kind of hard harder to play from that from two to nothing. Um, Alex, on the first goal. Uh, I need to check the video. I I don't think so. Uh, I will need to look at the video. What happened? Uh, probably a knuckle puck. How would you evaluate your I don't want to grade grade my games lately. It's been it's been frustrating. A bit of a tough streak. Um, just try to come in every shot is a new opportunity for me uh, and go from there. Alex, you, you've talked before about not starting very frequently and how difficult that makes it to stay sharp and all that. Is there anything you feel like that, that you can change to help you stay sharp when you're not playing very much or is it just you got to try to figure it out you know through practice? Uh, I think there's only one way to to be in that game rhythm is to play. Uh, We've been we've been doing some drills with Benny and working hard in practice. I don't know what else we could do. That's maybe for us to think about. Do you feel like because it's not so many starts, 
you put a little too much pressure on yourself to make sure that the ones that you get are really good? Uh, I don't think so. I think every game is a new challenge. Uh, I try to come with that attitude. Does that not scream trade me? Of course it does. Or, or am I looking to, or am I looking too much into that? Because there were trade rumors that his agent wanted him gone in the summer, and he denied everything. I agree. Right, and I, I think that was probably the case. I think the Rangers were shopping him, but I think the Rangers wanted a lot. But look at his stats this season. He has almost a four goals against average. I think it's there now because of last night. Um. Dude, his trade stock went down a lot, significantly. And I think the Rangers are going to pay for that because they didn't trade him in the offseason. And I think you mentioned this last last ep- last episode. Keith Kincaid is a quality backup. He yep. would be just fine in the NHL. I don't think there would be an issue there. And for some reason, I think the Rangers play a lot better defensively when he is in net. So I don't think it's going to hurt you, but I think the trade value with Georgiev went significantly down because of his play this season. And yes. I think the Rangers, the best they could get is a third pick, a third round pick. That's it. I, I just don't see the Rangers doing that. And who's going to – I think he goes to Edmonton. I think Edmonton's probably his best fit. I don't know where he goes, uh, but his career stats as a Ranger now are 50 wins and 47 losses. Uh, his save, his overall total of save percentage is a .909. Uh, goals against 2.98. Uh, this year, currently, he has a 3.15 goal against average with a save percentage of 0.893. Uh, yeah. So now it leads me to the point of if you're trying to showcase this guy, it ain't fucking working. It's not. Exactly. He cannot play. I don't know if how many more back-to-backs we have, but that is only like, – I, I spoke to my two other buddies. I said the only time he should play – is on a back-to-back, like 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 Gallant said, but he gave you know he gave the night he gave the game to to Georgie last night. I bet the Minnesota Wild money line because shit, of course, like yeah, easy money in my pocket. But I'm looking at the schedule now. There is not one back-to-back until after the trade deadline. I don't think Alexander Georgiev starts another game. Do you think he gets traded? I fucking hope so. <laughs> I'm yeah. on that boat. I am on that boat now because even like it's just been like left little things here and there with him. Like he's always got a pissy face on. And there's a weird, I don't know who the guy is. I don't know if you've noticed this, but there's a guy at Ranger Games, at home games, mm-hmm. that sits right next to where the backup goalie is. And the guy's like almost right. always wearing an Alexander Georgiev jersey. Interesting. He's got to be the only dude in MSG with an Alexander Georgiev yeah. jersey. Uh, so I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's related, but he always, you know, has a pissy face on too. I, I get it. You want to play, but uh, yeah, you, unfortunately you've had to deal with Henrik Lundqvist as your starting goaltender. And then you had a tandem of Henrik Lundqvist and Igor Shosturkin. And now you got Igor Shosturkin. Like my guy, I'm sorry, dude. Like if you want to go play somewhere else, just request a trade. Or just get traded because even after this year, you're a restricted free agent. Even if you do last, there's no. And Frank Cervelli, shout out to him with this with this insider information. Uh, Alexander Georgiev's probably parting ways with the New York Rangers after this year. Like, dude, no crap. Like, no shit. That is probably Hands the most down. obvious insider information I think I've ever heard in my Hands life. Down. I, I think he's gone by. Honestly, I think he's gone by next week. I hope I, so. I don't. Call I don't Keitha. see him. Yeah, I, I don't see him being here past next week. Honestly, I think he gets traded way before the deadline. I think he, I don't think he can sustain it anymore. Uh, I, I don't know. If, I, I just don't know where the downfall came from. He was great the past two years. I don't know what happened. I think he felt the pressure. I think Shesterkin's play got to him. And I just don't think he's a capable backup. I don't. And I, you can't be a goaltender in the league if you have a less than 90% save percentage. You can't. You can't. That is just unacceptable. If we're shitting on the Maple Leafs goaltenders like this, he deserves the same thing. Even worse, because his numbers are worse. And yeah. if he wants to be a quality starter in the league, step it up, because there's no way a team is going to take you right now, and you're not going to be a starter right now. And I am looking at the current you know, the schedule going forward. 
We have the St. Louis Blues tomorrow night. That's Igor. You have the Dallas Stars on the 12th. That's Igor. You have the Anaheim Ducks on the 15th. That's Igor. You have the Islanders on the 17th. I don't care if they're out of a playoff spot. That's Igor. You have the Lightning after that. You have the Hurricanes after that. I don't want to see Georgiev against the Hurricanes again because of Tony D'Angelo. I don't care about that. He he wiped the floor. Tony D'Angelo wiped the floor with Alexander Georgiev in that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devils, that might be the game where you might see Alexander Georgiev, and that is before the deadline. Uh, the deadline, I believe, is the 20... 21st. Oh, it's the 21st? Yeah. Oh, so then never mind, because that game's on the 22nd. You should never see Alexander <laughs> Georgiev start a game for the New York Rangers ever again. Because then it's the Devils, and then you got Pittsburgh, and then you got Buffalo. And I was thinking maybe Buffalo, and then there's a back-to-back, but that's after the deadline. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's just... Yeah, I, I mean, it, if Eagles should start in, gets if he lets in just one goal tomorrow or less or gets a shutout, I think like he's gonna be so like you guys would be just livid. Livid. The Rangers can score two goals and that's it. It's game over. You already know they're gonna win. Yeah, if the Rangers no, I think if the Rangers score three, it's pretty much as good as locked up. Right. Like it, it, I agree with you. I, I just don't understand why there's such hesitation to rest him like that. If he's hot, ride him. Play him. Play well, him. I do I do think Igor did say after the last game, he said he was a little tired, and that's probably why Gallant Thanks maybe so that much. was maybe that maybe that gave Gallant the little opening to just you know throw him in and use that as an excuse. I don't know. Yeah. But I can't watch Alexander Georgiev as a starter anymore. I'm sorry, I can't do it. It's it's definitely tough. I mean, and you're only going to get a I fifth round pick out of him now. Fourth, I, I don't wanna, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want to put all the blame on him. The Rangers defense sucked last night. Mm-hmm. They were trash. But I bring it back to that first goal of the game. If that stopped, I think it's a completely different game. I do. Because if he stops that one, Wild go up one nothing even with the other goal, but then the Rangers score two back-to-back. And, and that I, right there is a game-changer. And what you just said, Rangers score back-to-back, he actually made a huge save on that he power did. play that right. led to that Mika Zibanejad shorthanded Correct. goal. Correct. So, like, he did make some great saves. And if, you, you, you know, great defense turns into a goal the other way, but then you do what you do and you just give it right back. Right. Like, I was it Fiala that roofed it, like, right in front of him, backhanded, right, right. above his Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, the fifth goal of the game. And, and even the Marcus Foligno. Um, or breakaway? Breakaway. Yeah, uh, yeah that like, is, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Keandre Miller and Jacob Trouba are terrible defensively uh, during that play, but you need your goaltender to make a big stop. If he stops that, it's still a 3-2 game. It's still a 3-2 game. Mm-hmm. Again, Rangers defense played terrible. They were not good. I get it, but you need that. You need your goaltender to make that one big save. And if I'm telling you, if he stopped that goal in the first period, it would have been a different game. I agree. Um, let's um, let's quickly move on to. Um, let's see. We got. Uh, oh, we can. We could go on to. You know. Yeah, we will. Um, if this if the season ended today, where we would be at, and what the playoff. Um, you know what the playoff matchups would be um so pretty much out of let's see do they even have that up yet no uh, so I, no so, so we, we would, would just be, we would just have to go off of uh with the wild card yeah. and whatnot so it would be um let's see uh carolina would be playing washington yep florida boston rangers pittsburgh and like you well, like we said before, Tampa Bay and Toronto, like that's a bloodbath. That is a yeah. bloodbath of a first round. I hope the Atlantic stays just like that, so I could so I could see that. And honestly, I think it's a first. I think it's a first round knockout for Toronto again. I I I, I agree. Like I said, <laughs> if you don't win this division, you're lo- you're going to lose in the first round. Those two Florida teams are a wrecking ball. They are a wrecking ball, and the Panthers are hot. They are so good. I I always imagine 
when the Rangers used to play the Panthers all the time and just be like, oh, yeah, easy W, easy W, easy W. And now it's like, what the fuck? They're like one of the best teams in the league. It's like, where the hell did this come from? Yeah, they got a they got a good old friend of uh, Anthony Duclair on that team who I still uh, miss dearly. I was I thought I, I I understood the trade for Yandel and everything, but I don't know. I, I it the one thing that sucks about being a Ranger fan is watching all these young players that we've had and move on from and them going on to succeed. For sure, JT Miller's another one. <laughs> JT Miller's a JT perfect. JT Miller's yeah. another one. Yeah, I mean he's unreal now. Unreal. I mean, Leah Sanderson's not really doing much in LA, so I don't really yeah, mind mind that one. But even you know, I think once we move on from Kratzov, I think Kratzov is going to be a uh, top six forward wherever he uh, ends up. If he gets traded this during the deadline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I also, I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, who else are your trade pieces? Nils Lundqvist. Nils, Nils Nils is going to be another awful one. Nils is going to be a stud. Yeah, I, that's another situation where I'm just – Gerard Gallant has been doing a phenomenal job. I know we're talking about Rangers, but we got some Maple Leafs in there and stuff. And they're, they're um, <laughs> we said the Panthers are an RIT. And the Panthers, yeah. Um, the uh, the defense, it's like Patrick Nemeth has been playing well. Why do you keep setting Zach Jones down? Yeah, I, I thought that pairing of Zach Jones, Brandon Schneider have been – yeah, no, I thought it was. Yeah, I thought it was great too. I thought he been playing extremely well, but don't forget you got to put Libra Hayek in there, so I guess you know, see you later. Yeah, well, it's. It, I don't know why Drury is so afraid to lose players to waivers. I mean, this is yeah. exactly what happened with Kratzov. Like he was afraid to lose Libor fucking Hayek on waivers, and he decides to send Kratzov down. Right, I mean, not rightfully so. Kratzov has a little bitch fit again. And communications were severed, and yeah, that you know, both sides I think were wrong. I don't know what the whole you know behind closed doors meeting was, but I don't know. I have you know, I'm looking to my right on my left, and I have all these Kratzov rookie cards that I got, and uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be moving them real soon because yeah. once he's gone, I have no need for these. Um, so unbelievable. Yeah. Um, so let's just quickly run down the uh, the top ten here, and um, if we think they stay or if they're moved, and then um, we will call it a night. Uh, so obviously, still number one on the trade bait board is Jacob Chitron. Does he stay or does he go? He goes. Okay. He goes, and I think the Boston Bruins are a nice fit for Jacob Chitron. Whoa. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, how about Claude Giroux? He also gets traded. The Colorado Avalanche, man. You still think it's Colorado? I still think it's Colorado. I know the Rangers and Boston have been calling on him as well. I, I would love, I would love Claude Giroux, but there's no like man status. No, no chance in hell. I, Philly. I mean, I know I heard Philly likes Kratzov, but I do not see them moving drew to the Rangers, especially if he's a rental i get the whole rental thing but if i'm overhauling a good deal for you i want to make sure i have that player for another at least two years that's my biggest i i I think colorado is where he ends up that's my biggest issue with whoever the rangers go for is i do not want them to just like i don't want to trade nils i don't want to trade nils lundquist a first round pick Actually, I don't really care about the first round pick. You can move that for an unrestricted free agent. You don't move Nils. I, I Kratzov, like, you know, who knows? I think that communication's done. There's no chance in hell. Vinny Mac style. Yeah. You know, he, he ain't playing for the Rangers, so sure, move him. But Nils, Nils is hot in the AHL right now. He's gaining his confidence on North American ice. I think he, I think I read somewhere that he had like three goals and nine assists in his past like 13 games. He, he's he's playing well down there. Yeah. And I know we're loaded on defense and the the arrival of Braden Schneider really f- threw a hole into Nils. But if you're moving Nils, you need someone that's coming back with at least another year or two on, on that contract. But did it though? I mean, can he just take Patrick Mammoth's spot? Well, then again, Zach Jones is there too. I mean, yeah, I get it. There's there's only six spots on D, so. We got some young D men. It's tough. 
Yeah. Uh, but I do agree. Claude Giroux goes. I think the Panthers are a wild card for Claude Giroux. That's, That's a good choice. That's a good choice. Yeah, I think I like the Pan- I'll go Panthers. You can go uh, Colorado. Uh, ben Sherratt. Don't say the Rangers. I think the Rangers. I think the Rangers are up there. I, I really do. I think the Rangers are up there. Um, oh, I do think he goes, but if he goes to the Rangers and if it's for anything, I don't even know. I do not want a first round pick to be involved for Ben Sherratt. What if it's just Libra Hayek and like a second? Sure. Okay. Sure. I would do that. I would do that. Okay. But if there's a first involved, if there's any prospects involved, hell no. Uh, John Klingberg. I see Boston also going after him. Um, I mean, with the news of Pavelski possibly signing that extension, do they risk letting Klingberg walk at the end of the year? I don't think you could risk that, can you? I think he's gone by the deadline. because he didn't he say uh, he wanted out? Yeah, yeah, he wanted a trade. St. Louis is another team I'd keep an eye out on. Uh, even those Kings. I think the Kings are also in on uh, Jacob Chickren, too. I'd keep an eye out on Boston and the Kings for those two guys. I think one gets one and one gets the other. Okay. Um, next up, the man that's been circulating around NYR Twitter, Ricard Raquel. Yeah, um, I think I, I do think he ends up as a ranger by the deadline. You do? I do. So you I think do. you think the first goes that way? Do you think that's the big move? Is Raquel? I do. I I, I think the Rangers make several big moves. I think the Rangers make several moves. They have the cap short term, and why not? I think Ricard Raquel is definitely up on that list. Okay. JT Miller to me is out. JT Miller is not involved. I think I also agree with you. I think Miller's price tag is way way too high for what yeah. vancouver's asking i think vancouver realizes like we can keep him he's a key part to this this core right now i, I mean unless you get a ran you know a king's ransom sayonara yeah. but i don't think they're gonna get that I uh, so i agree with you i think jt miller is no longer on the trade bait board list um we got uh two more because we already mentioned alexander Georgiev earlier we both think yeah. he's gone I hope he's gone. I hope he finds yeah. a new start somewhere else. That's, I wish him the best. I hope you find a new start somewhere else. Um, Jake DeBrusque. He's another guy I think the Rangers will end up getting. Restricted free agent. Yep. I think he's another guy the Rangers will look at. But I'd also keep an eye on Pittsburgh. I think Pittsburgh can also be a team to watch. But if I were to pick the West... I look at those bubble teams. I really do. And I think Nashville could be one of those teams too. And then I'll, I'll mention too, because I think this next guy is going to go. Um, Mark Giordano. Mm-hmm. I think he will be moved. Um, obviously he was named the first captain of the Kraken, but when you can get, you know, picks for a man of Giordano stature, especially, Great. I mean, I think the Kraken totally butchered, their entry draft, but that is a whole another podcast for a different day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Giordano's gone. I don't know where he goes. Um, like you said, with the um, the Rangers looking for a possible another veteran D, him, I'd rather him over Sherratt. I'm just throwing that one out there. I agree. I agree. I agree. I know one's a left-handed defenseman, one's a right-handed defenseman, but I would much rather a Mark Giordano with that leadership over Ben Sherratt. I agree. Um, and then the last guy, uh, another name that um, Pierre Lebrun uh, has linked to the New York Rangers, if a contract extension isn't worked out, is Mr. Tomas Hurdle. Yeah. So now my issue with Hurdle yeah. is because this is what I just brought up. Hurdle's unrestricted. I do. I if if I, I see I see the Rangers being the. I, I think Hurdle is one of the best names out there for okay. for building a team to win this year. He is is he, in the top, is, is he top ten? He's actually number sixteen on the list, but I wanted to bring him up because I did read the LeBron okay. thing today. Um, 
I am just nervous that that's the guy that the Rangers would trade all of their pieces for, for a rental, because how would you fit him under? How would you fit him in the salary cap next year? Unless you, you know, that, uh, um, there's like a power surge in my room. Um, you know, you'd have to, Ryan Strom would have to walk. Yeah, for sure. Strom would be walking if you're trying to re-sign Hurdle at the end of the year. Uh, sure. And there would have to be other pieces that go, because you still have to think, we've still got to eventually sign Lafreniere, Kako, Keandre Miller's still up for a contract. You know, good amount of these players. I, I think you bring up a good point when it comes to Strom. Um, but I don't think the Rangers make that trade unless they know they're getting a deal back. I think there has to be somewhat of dialogue with the agents um, and making sure that he stays for, like I said, two, three years, just give us something. Um, but he's the top center in the league, man. Like he's going to demand 8 million a year. There's no doubt about it. Um, if you want to go cheap, obviously you keep Ryan Strom. Ryan Strom will probably ask for six, six and a half. Um, will he get that? That's debatable. I think he's a five and a half guy. I think he would get it on the market. Open market, he'd get it. Oh, yeah, of course he would. But um, I don't think the Rangers make that trade unless they know they're going to keep him for a certain amount of time. I think it's a a terrible trade if you keep him as a rental. Unless you're like this top team of Colorado or the Panthers. Correct, but Um, we are not that team. Exactly. Exactly. And you know you have these contracts coming up and you have Lafreniere, like you mentioned, Kako, as you mentioned, uh, Keandre Miller, like you said, um, other guys. Um, if you go long term, Braden Schneider's going to be there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, you know, you have all these guys, and it's you already invested so much in Zabanajad and Fox and Kreider's contract. You have pronounced ten and a half million dollar contract. You have Truba's contract. I mean, to me, that trade does not happen unless the Rangers have something with the player before that. Right, and cool. if you're Ryan Strom, if they bring him in, look out. Yeah. You, yeah. You got to look elsewhere, brother. You, you, yeah. You, yeah. Um, I, I, I got to bring it up because I just, it just came to my mind again. Uh, then, then I promise we will be over with the podcast and thank you for listening to our Rangers, uh, Rangers podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Patrick Kane. Saw the video today. I saw the NHL Network. I hey, I'm just I gotta throw it out there. It was on NHL Network, and then there was another video of Patrick Kane saying he would love to play with Artemi Panarin again. He was his favorite player to play with. But this is like I think this is probably when uh, right before Panarin signed with the Rangers uh, when he was going to free agency, and then Kane was like, I just don't see how that would you know how that would work. Uh, calf wise, obviously, to go to back to Chicago, but man, would I love to see Patrick Kane in a, in a blue shirt? That happens if Chicago retains 50% of his salary. Other I would, that, I but I if it, I would move Kratzoff, I'd move Nils, I'd move a first round pick. I would move, I, I would actually consider moving. I, I don't even know who else to mention. Like for that, I mean, retain it's only for a year, right? He, he's an he's. He has one year after this year. He does, right? And then he's an unrestricted mm-hmm. free agent, but it's like, what, 10 and a half? Is he it's another 10? 10 and a half million dollar contract. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So That's a long haul. So if you're going to do that, Thomas Hurdle is not even an option. If you're going to do that, there's no way. Oh, no. Yeah. No, it's, yeah. No, I completely well, agree with you there. Well, I mean, I this year might be, there's thirty. there's $32 million to play with right now this year. For sure. Go spend it, boys. Go, hey, Chris. Go go to the casino, buddy. Start 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 making it rain. I don't go all think in. You have Igor Shesterkin in net. Go all in. I think he has such. He's kind of like um. Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank on the player. What are you um, thinking of? Give me give me uh, give me an idea here. He didn't want to leave the. Um, he didn't want to leave the team, even though the team sucked. He just wanted to finish his career there. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. I don't but, know. But, anyway. All right, player, player A wanted to, whatever. Um, sure. Like, I, I, he's already said that he wants to finish his career in Chicago. That's the most important thing. 
I don't think winning a cup is necessarily on his mind. He already has three of them. Um, I, I, I think he, I feel like he's that type of guy that wants to finish his career in Chicago. And I think he'll call it a quits there. If the opportunity arises to go to the Rangers, I think it'd be dumb not to take it. I mean, Showtime on Broadway, give me a break. With, like, with, with the bread, man. That's unreal. Can you imagine? Strom on one side, Strom on one side, Panana on one side, Kane on the other, the banner jazz in the middle. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, just throwing it's, it out there. It, it, it it's, could be an option, but oh boy. You never know. You never Straight know. Deadline day, it's, it's an interesting day. It's an interesting day. I agree. Um, all right, but uh, we're going to wrap it up there. We're going to call it a night. Uh, still don't have a Twitter, so yeah, still got to work on that. My bad. I'll take I'll take blame on that one. Uh, but uh, thank you for listening. Hopefully, I'll have this up tonight. So maybe Ovechkin will have already broken the uh, the record. Who knows? Uh, or you know, surpassed a- into the third spot. Uh, but thank yeah, you for all listening. Any closing words, Pedro? Uh, no, I appreciate the listens, guys, and uh, let's keep it up. We uh, want to get back to where we used to be, and I think we can do it. And on to on to new adventures. Let's get it. Absolutely. All right, guys. See you next week. Peace. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Drop the Puck Podcast with your hosts, Justin Starr and Pedro Rodriguez on Facebook and Twitter at Drop the Puck Pod. We'll catch you next time, NHL fans, on the Drop the Puck Podcast.